Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The gun debate rages in the United States, and it rages elsewhere as well, but particularly in the United States. We have it. Uh, we have our gun debates in Canada. It doesn't help when you have somebody like the President of the United States stating after some particularly vicious attacks, terror attacks, that climate change is a greater threat than terrorism. It doesn't help because the majority of people, I truly believe this, the majority of people will say, what are you talking about? And when you start with that premise, there's very little in the way of a coherent exchange that's going to follow. It'll be emotional. They'll be angry. How could you not be angry over what you saw in uh, San Bernardino last week? Or a few days ago. So when you hear that climate change is the greater threat than terrorism, or you hear that climate change is so significant that it's going to cause the kind of disasters globally that will drive young people into the arms of terrorist organizations, it doesn't play well with a significant percentage of the population. So after San Bernardino, several U.S. law enforcement officials have called on their citizens in their areas, in their jurisdictions, to carry with them at all times in public their handguns. If you're legally licensed to carry a handgun, carry it, they say. Because it'll act as an antidote to potential terror, and if there's a terror attack that takes place, and if they're going to attack a rehab center somewhere, then it could happen anywhere. The argument is that if a terror attack takes place and you're armed and other people are, you can defend yourself and defend those around you. The uh, chief of police of Detroit, James Craig, said that a couple of days ago. The sheriff of Milwaukee County, David Clark, very well known, has said that. And perhaps the most well-known and simultaneously controversial law official, law enforcement official in the United States, Joe Arpaio, the sheriff of Maricopa County in Arizona, had a lot to say about this as well. I had an opportunity to in interview Sheriff Joe Arpaio about this just a couple of days ago, and President Obama came up in the discussion. Have a listen. Sheriff Arpaio, you've said it, and, and you're not alone. Detroit Chief of Police James Craig also said armed citizens deter terrorists. If they know they're going to receive returning fire, they're less likely to attack. Explain that, please, to us. Who, who, who was the chief? When did he say this? It was Detroit Ch Chief of Police James Craig, I believe, said it uh, on Friday, Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Well, I said it when I launched my posse. Uh, uh, I don't know if you recall, 22 years ago, I sent the posse to the malls. Uh, holiday. Uh, I did this again Friday. Uh, but I'm concerned with the, uh, the terrorists, uh, international terrorists, the uh, U.S. domestic terrorists, the rampages shooting up uh, schools, churches. I can go on and on. And on Friday, I said we have 250,000 people in Arizona that carry concealed weapons that we know of. Uh, so why not uh, 
uh, put the word out that uh, if they are in a situation where they are mass crowds, that maybe they can take some action. And uh, when you have shooters in there to do something to defend themselves and defend the people around them and uh, try to save lives at the scene because uh, law enforcement sometimes they take a while, not a while, but, uh, you know, takes uh, time to get there. In the meantime, you had the shooters killing everybody on the premises. So I don't think I'm uh, out of line. I may be politically uh, uh, out of line, but uh, I will do anything I can to save lives in these situations where you have a lot of people and they're being uh, killed uh, by shooters that have their own agenda. Sheriff, the, uh, the president argues guns are the problem as far as the mass shootings are concerned, and he says most of them are not related to terror group attacks. You say what? Well, the president, by the way, took away my, uh, my armored car, my guns, my helicopter, uh, evidently, he doesn't like armored cars uh, uh, patrolling uh, in certain cities. Uh, by the way, I bought my own anyway, but it just shows that the president is concerned about overkill, I presume, by using uh, uh, in armored cars and automatic weapons. I'm talking about law enforcement, though. But he has to understand, that we, and I'm sure he does, uh, do we, we're living in a different age, but uh, he wants to blame everything on the guns. I'm, I'm going to give you the old uh, uh, quote, uh, you know, guns don't uh, kill, people kill. And uh, and we're living in a different time now with the uh, terrorism attacks overseas, uh, with all uh, these schools, churches, uh, being, uh, you know, people shooting up those uh, facilities, uh, and now we have Colorado. Police officer was killed and two others, uh, and I think that he was roaming around for four or five hours. So if we had someone in there with a concealed weapon, that guy would have been dead right away, not able to kill. Uh, now we have the situation in California uh, where it took time, you know, four or five minutes. Uh, for the cops to get there. But in the meantime, this guy was shot and killed 14 people before anybody got there. So if we had someone or two or three with concealed weapons, I understand this one was a little different. You had two two, uh, shooters. Uh, But if you had some, you know, either one, two, three there that had the weapons, they could take some type of action if they deemed that necessary. Uh, You know, they could either hide with the gun, run away with the gun, or take action. So that's a decision uh, they have to make. But the bottom line with all the criticism I am receiving, this is Arizona. Uh, This is probably one of the most liberal states in the union for guns. Where's all the problems? I don't see any private uh, citizens killing anybody around this state. Where is it? Show me the problems you have with uh, citizens carrying guns. I don't see any. I see bad. I see the bad guys killing. In fact, they're sometimes they're killing each other. So, but I don't see any problems. So 
you know, you're going to have all the politicians speak out. Every time there's a, a high-profile shooting, the media gets involved, the politicians get involved, the president gets involved before he even knows the full facts. Uh, and uh, so it's a tough situation here. I'm sure Canada uh, is on a lookout also. Oh, I we, guy, we, don't, uh, we, we don't have concealed or even carry permits in Canada. Almost no one has one. But you have people that have guns and killed, don't you? I, I remember some RCMP, uh, all five of them were killed. Well, we have, uh, uh, well, police officers have firearms, but uh, the average citizen can't take a firearm anywhere he or she goes unless they're going hunting or going to a shooting range and then they have to have the appropriate licenses. Right. Yeah, but I presume some uh, uh, the bad guys have guns. They do. In Canada? They do. Well, you know, you guys, uh, you have a big state, uh, a country rather, and uh, you have a lot of confidence in the RCMP. But they're like us. We cover large areas. They need all the help they can get. Uh, and why not utilize private citizens to help law enforcement, to help the people to save their lives? Sheriff, what do, you say, what do you say to law enforcement officials who've said that they don't want citizens firing at possible terrorists because they would then become the target of terrorists and possibly also become the target of police officers who arrive at the scene and just see someone shooting a gun? Well, we have deputy sheriffs. I uh, ordered them way back to, uh, that they will carry their weapons off-duty uh, in civilian clothes. Uh, so, you know, there's always the chance they could be uh, on the scene when you have these mass shootings. And I would expect they would take action. Now, if you're saying that a, a cop shows up and doesn't know that the uh, person in civilian clothes is trying to help, that could cause a problem. But, you know, sometimes that causes problems with law enforcement. They may see uh, uh, someone in civilian clothes. It may be a cop, but they don't realize, and they shoot the guy. But these are minor. It's not minor. It's important, but it's not something that happens quite often. So when you use one or two examples and try to establish a policy uh, to not do these things because of a million excuses, we got a problem. You have to be proactive. You got to save the people. Do whatever you can to save the people in these type of uh, uh, killings that are occurring, whether international terrorism or domestic terrorism, whatever you want to call it. Even if you don't use the word terrorism, what difference is that? When you go into a school, you got a crazy guy shooting up kids. You don't have to have a title. The bottom line is they killed all the kids. What difference what you call it? Everybody gives titles: terrorism, terrorism. Well, when people are shot and killed, I don't think the uh, title means anything. They're still dead, and the families have to suffer. Sheriff, what's the uh, the law in Arizona as far as uh, what's required to obtain a firearm, a handgun, and also then obtain a concealed carry permit? What has to be satisfied? That's a good question. We are probably the most liberal state in the country. I think Vermont, believe it or not, you don't need a permit anymore. Anybody can carry a concealed weapon without a permit. Now you could always carry out in the open, uh, and you can all you could carry concealed weapons, but you had to go through and, and get the license and everything else. Now you don't need it. Anybody can do it, and I don't see anybody shooting up everything. I don't see the citizens uh, 
shooting uh, everybody on traffic stops or anything. I also I see the bad guys killing, killing the bad guys, but I don't see the uh, people that uh, are obeying the law. So that's something that no one seems to talk about. Evidently, it may be working. Uh, I, I hope that we never have a situation that's occurring across our nation. And uh, and but if we do. Uh, I would hope that uh, some of our citizens would take action and save some lives. Sheriff, uh, I thank you so much for the time. Well, thank you. So there's uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio from Maricopa County in Arizona. As I said, probably the most controversial of sheriffs, law enforcement officials in the United States. He and President Obama don't have a particularly friendly relationship. You heard what he wants. My number is 888 My question is this. Our sheriffs are Pio and Clark, as well as the Detroit chief, James Craig, on the mark when they say citizens who are licensed to carry guns should carry them, should carry them, in order to be there to be able to protect themselves and their fellow citizens were they ever to find themselves in a situation such as the one in San Bernardino and uh, take on, with their legal guns, terrorists who are killing those around them? What do you say to that? 888 Does Sheriff Joe Arpaio make sense? Or does he not? 888 Should citizens carry guns in order to be there to protect themselves and others against terrorist attack? 888 888- 225-8255. Your calls when we come back. You want people uh, walking around with guns um, on them and acting as an informal posse looking for anything that could be a terrorist attack? That's one question. Do you want, if there is a terrorist attack like there was in San Bernardino, do you want people to just be targets? Or do you want them to have the opportunity to fire back? It's not a, an irrelevant argument, and certainly not in the United States where they have about 350 million guns. The Senate, this is nuts, the Senate yesterday said that um, that those on terror no-fly lists should not be stopped from having buying firearms. I mean, I don't understand that. But, you know, viscerally, in a way, I understand Sheriff Joe Arpaio. At the same time, uh, Dana in Edmonton, I'm not sure that I'd want 50 people in a fast food joint where I'm sitting all be packing. Um, I, might make me nervous. I I do agree, but I think if, if there is the proper, um, uh, I guess the proper steps are followed to go through the government and all the security checks through... Uh, training. Training through the police force. I mean, um, if you... Yeah really look into some of the states that do have concealed carry is quite a rigorous uh, but are we are we at a, are we at a, are we at a place now in our society now are we there now where we say where a significant percentage of us would say yes let's arm the populace because it could take the police a long time to get here or a significant period of time where the terrorists could kill a significant number of people um, so let's be armed and let's be able to fire back are we in are we at that place in our society now? I think that we need to take small steps because I don't think we're there. I think one of our first steps would be, for instance, to arm peace officers. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have them there in Manitoba, um, but in, in Alberta and I know Saskatchewan, there's peace officers, um, and they are not armed with any type of firearm, um, but they do, they do like smaller portions of the criminal code than um, the police do. Right. Um, so they're very much more specific, but they're also not armed, but they're dealing with the same type of people in the same type of situation. Okay, I'm a little east of Manitoba. In fact, I'm in the Socialist Republic of New France. Oh, okay. But, no, don't say it like that. Uh, <laughs> but, but uh, no, I understand what you mean. And, and one point that was made uh, a couple of days ago, I heard, is why don't we get retired police officers and bring them back? on an as-needed basis to patrol certain areas. If there's a worry, if there's a concern that there could be an attack somewhere, and intelligence suggests that that could happen and could pinpoint where the attack may, play, may take place, then maybe you put in retired police officers in civilian clothing with firearms to provide a first level of defense. No, I don't know if I mean, we're there yet. I don't even know if we're there yet. You know, I, it, it's, it's like a lot of things. I think it's a very good idea. I mean, personally, I... I think that there's a lot of people that are ready for that who are responsible enough and but yeah. I don't think as a society as a whole in in Canada where we're at is there it's no and Dana I don't want to see and I'm sure you don't we don't want to see any more of these San Bernardino where people and I saw the photographs of some of these people who were murdered we don't want to see yeah. any more of these San Bernardino uh, situations where people are just targets no, I agree. How do we deal with that? That's the question. The police officials, some of them are saying carry firearms. Well, we're going to fill, continue with this. Uh, and thank you very much for your call, Dana, in uh, in Alberta, Roy Green Show, Chorus Radio Network. When we come back, more of your calls. And Dr. Kristen Luprecht, professor of political science at the Royal Military College of Canada, he says um, the only time the term terrorism should be applied is when other provisions in the criminal code do not apply. What does that mean? We'll find out. 